Hey guys, I'm Manu and welcome to the very first episode of Pink Moon Politics. I am so excited to have you guys spend some time with me today. I listen to podcasts all the time, specifically political ones. And while I was trying to form my own political beliefs and educate myself, it was really hard to find an unbiased source of info. Most news websites I would find or even podcasts were very biased towards one side, not to mention that they were kind of hard to understand if you didn't already have prior knowledge and understanding of certain terminology that politicians like to use. I wanted to create this podcast for people that want to be educated and knowledgeable about politics, but haven't quite figured out where, where they stand on certain issues and policies, especially for my fellow teenagers this podcast can be a quick and easy way to get both sides of a political issue just in time to vote. I thought I would start with an issue that is very relevant, but not a lot of people know about, and that's hydraulic fracking, more specifically oil fracking. I thought I would call up some of my friends and see what they already knew. So um, what do you know about hydraulic fracking, more specifically oil fracking? Um, I don't know a lot. I have no idea what that is. What? Can you tell me right now? What is that? Okay, totally got you. So what is hydraulic fracking? The process involves injecting chemicals into the earth to free natural gas that's trapped in the rocks. So you're basically pumping high-pressure water, sand, and other chemicals into a rock formation to create fractures that can release trapped oil and gas. Commercial fracking has been going on in the United States since the 1940s, but it became more relevant in the last 10 years. And that's because around 2005 is when the rising prices of oil and gas forced energy companies to look for other sources, i.e. fracking. And now it has become the dominant technique for extracting oil and gas in the United States. Seems pretty simple, right? So why is there such a controversy behind this? Well, there are two sides to this argument, so let's explore why people, mainly Republicans, really like this method. Oil fracking has actually created a huge amount of jobs and has boosted our economy. A study conducted in 2015 from the nonpartisan Brookings Institution found that households gained $200 from fracking just from lower gas prices alone. Another study found that between 2005 and 2012, Industries, um, basically the fracking industry created 725,000 jobs, and that's not counting supporting jobs. The industry basically supports 1.7 million jobs, and it's projected to rise to 3 million this year. Aside from its economic benefits, fracking can also be considered the coal slayer. Fracked natural gas is cheaper than coal for the energy it produces. Even the newest, cleanest, most efficient coal-fired power plants struggle to compete with natural gas. So, with all of these benefits, why is there opposition? Well, let's look at the other side of this argument, mainly the Democrats' side. Since fracking is the coal slayer, oil prices have significantly dropped, encouraging travel. Transportation is now the largest source of greenhouse gases in the United States, and in 2018, our emissions rose by 3.4%. These low gas prices have also run cleaner alternative options out of business. Not to mention that many nuclear plants are retiring to be replaced by natural gas. 
And while emissions decrease when natural gas replaces coal, it actually increases when natural gas replaces nuclear. Speaking of emissions, methane, which is the dominant component of natural gas, produces less carbon dioxide when burned. But if methane leaks, which it obviously and often does, it becomes very, very bad for the environment. Methane gas can trap more than 25 times the amount of heat compared to a similar amount of carbon dioxide. Over the last 10 years, more than half of the global increase in methane emissions came from fracking in the United States. There can also be serious effects on the people living near these sites as well. Fracking requires a huge amount of water, and these fracking sites can also experience explosions and fires which can then contaminate the drinking water. More than 17 million Americans live within a mile of an active fracking well, and research shows that fracking can lead to low birth weight in infants born within that radius. So there are the different arguments coming from both sides of the issue. And now let's look at the policy side. So you have Trump, who recently just made a plan to open more than a million acres of public and private land in California to fracking. His plan targets public and private land spread across eight counties in Central California. It is part of his nationwide campaign to promote domestic energy production, creating jobs. Howie Hawkins, who is the candidate for the Green Party, he wants the complete opposite. He wants a full-on ban on fracking. And Joe Biden, the Democratic um, candidate, proposed a $1.7 million plan that aims for zero net emissions by 2050. It basically ends fossil fuel subsidies while continuing to rely on these energy sources during the 30-year transition period. In other words, he just won't allow any new fracking or issue permits to frack um, without outright banning the process. So basically, he's just not going to issue new permits on federal land and water, but he'll allow what's already happening to happen. All right. Well, to wrap it up, I hope you had a great time and that you learned something new today. It would mean the absolute world to me if you could rate, review, and subscribe to Pink Moon Politics on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts. Also, please be sure to share this with your friends and family because that just would be awesome. Anyway, I hope you have a wonderful rest of the day and I hope to hear y'all soon.